Hi, this is Banankur Mustafa with this week's podcast, Let's Talk Leadership with Banankur. And we are now in double figures. This is podcast number 10. This week, another man is my guest with his perspective on leadership and women leaders and the challenges they face. His name is Maruf Kabir. I've known Maru for many years, and I'm so pleased to have him join me as we can discuss leadership in the country where I grew up and worked, and where, of course, I still have very strong connections. Maru has some very impressive achievements. He's been managing director of his own communication strategy company for over 20 years. He is chairman of the Institute of Culture and Theater. He also is an actor, director, and playwright. He lectures at two universities in journalism and in film and television. So let's go to Dhaka in Bangladesh as I introduce Maruf Kabir. Hello, Maruf. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Hey, how are you, Banakur? I'm good. Thank you so much. So Marubai, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to be with me on my podcast today, which is going to be very valuable for our audience because we will get to know your perspective on leadership, especially on leadership of females, women leadership in Bangladesh, in our culture. I will try my best to, you know, uh, illustrate how uh, women leadership is taking place in Bangladesh, in our world. Of course. And how leadership works for you, what it means for you as well. Sure. Let me start from the very beginning of your journey. So I know that you've had a diverse career in the past 25 years or more, and you have come this far achieving so much success. So can we start by asking how your journey began and when did you find yourself as a leader? How did you start becoming a leader, actually? Well, uh, when I'm doing my master's and then I appear in an interview, my interview was taken by a woman. There's a Kamini Prashad, a South Indian lady. And I was amazed because on that time, back to 25 years, there are very little women uh, in the leadership exist in Bangladesh, specifically in the business world. But the Kamini Prashad, uh, she was from India, not Bangladesh, but she was in charge of the Big Simple Systems Limited. Mm-hmm. And she interviewed me and uh, she found me that, well, you haven't yet finished your master's, but you can join if you can manage your education. I'll be very happy to join here. So she was one of the inspiring lady, but she was very hard because if she couldn't be hard, then it was not very easy for her to you know, continue this different kind of business in Bangladesh. So uh, there was an Indian franchisee in Bangladesh, which what was run by her. And she became my idol because professional life, that woman was very inspiring, handling several hundred males uh, in Bangladesh, including many Indian person also. And I must say that the, most of our colleagues are now CEO, managing director of many organizations, many you know, leading organization in Bangladesh. So I must grateful to that woman uh, who created uh, us as leader. So... My starting boss was a woman. So that was my pride. Wow. And that was, that was my starting. And then I you know, jumped into John Hopkins University Center for Communication Programs, where also I got my supervisor boss as a woman. 
she was a woman. And it was really nice because I didn't find anything wrong. Okay. And both of my bosses were very helpful to me. Mm-hmm. I you know, wish on that time that mm-hmm. most of the Bangladeshi women will take part as a professional, uh, you know, as a professional, they will come up and be the leader uh, like a man. And now in 2022, mm-hmm. uh, it is very inspiring that in every sector, women are doing very nice. And I expect that in a lot of, you know, constraint, the religious constraint, the cultural constraint, and the male chauvinist constraint, the women are coming up similarly as men. And that is very inspiring for us. That's very true. And I'm so glad to hear your story of how you became a leader inspired by two female leaders who, as you mentioned, were idols to you. So can you elaborate a little bit more on that? How did you find yourself being inspired by two women leaders? And I believe it was many years ago. And of course, even though Bangladesh, our culture is progressing a lot towards developing more women leaders and women are doing fantastic in our country. I'm so proud of it. But was it the same way back in those years? And when you saw, when you were under the supervision of these two women leaders, your boss and your supervisor at the university, could you make some connections to those women, to your own culture? How did that go for you? And how was it really that you felt inspired by them? And what are the things specifically at that time that you learned from them as well? Well, my first boss was Indian, not Bangladeshi woman. So their culture was different. And she was such inspiring. Mm -hmm. And you know uh, that I'm actually a theater worker on that time, almost full-time theater worker. So that woman was so mm-hmm. helpful and she was, okay, you may do theater. We don't have any problem. But my Beximco journey was not so mm-hmm. long. It's very little. But the next time when I joined the John Hopkins University and I continued with that organization, next 12 years. So it was a long journey. And okay. throughout my whole time, mm-hmm. I had my uh, supervisor. She was a woman and Muslim woman. But uh, fortunately, she was uh, very much, you know, helpful. And we had a very good working relationship. And we continued. And we didn't find anything wrong. And right at the moment, after quite a long time, we're still having good relationship. We usually, you know, greet each other very frequently. And, uh, you know, we always having connection. So this is not a, a bad experience, my very good experience. But there is some flip side of the coin. You know, Bangladesh in 2020 experienced quite a different thing for the, you know, religious extremists are coming up, forbidding women from many Mm -hmm. things. They are referring religion wrongly and, you know, interpreting women shouldn't be the leader or something like that. But to my own philosophy, one thing is very clear to me that mm-hmm. the, there is no difference between men and women mentally. But what is the difference? Well, physically, there is a difference between male and woman. So usually male can, you know, take responsibility for doing the, you know, laborious job, hardworking job. But women are differently able. They might 
take care of many responsibility which require more concentration more uh, you know different kind of responsibility so that's all nothing else so there is no difference between the male and women women in the workplace but socially culturally anthropologically we are having different kind of you know mindset that is creating the discrimination between men and women and women cannot think that they can take similar responsibility like men and men also cannot think religiously right. and culturally that women are very much equal to them if women can get uh, equal opportunity like men they can do equal and mm-hmm. even some uh, cases they can mm-hmm. do better also than men thank you for sharing all that marov bhai i'll come back to the point where you mentioned about your two supervisors one of them were indian and uh, how you were inspired by them i would like to know how their leadership styles were and did you take something as a lesson from their leadership style and is there something that you are applying till date in your own workplace that you were inspired by sure sure position themselves not like boss like a colleague that's the interesting thing i follow that to my staff all male or female i would like to you know establish myself i'm not your boss or something like that you don't need to get afraid of myself so i do see that marupa you have your own leadership philosophy and some values our culture imposes some of the notions some thoughts some rules that we are pretty much bound to follow so obviously when you are exercising your own leadership style you have your own philosophy or you you have your own values you want to give equality to both female and male in your workplace in the environment that you're working in there must be some kind of challenges that you're facing in our cultural context how is that going how what are the challenges that you're facing in that regard the main challenges is the mindset up the cognitive learning and if you think that you can do it then you will not able to do it anymore so most of the cases most of the women in our country they would like to take different kind of advantage by thinking like that which is not appropriate so they should think that yes i am having the similar skill or you know intelligence what i can do for my job so if they they can have their own confidence for doing that it might be but i have a different kind of experience in my workplace in my workplace there are some rules and regulations what i follow very strictly one of the rules and regulations that refer to the gender discrimination you don't have any right to take any kind of advantage based on gender or any kind of allegation against gender discrimination raised you have zero tolerance policy so you will lose your job by any means you don't have any chances to defend yourself that is in my workplace the rule mm-hmm. but my experience my this office okay. what i'm running 22 years i don't have this kind of allegation against any male in my office but i have many allegations against women uh, the woman who is you know trying to mm-hmm. 
um, explain that what kind of dress you are wearing or what kind of behavior you are behaving. So this is not appropriate. So this is very painful for me. You know, Bangladesh is a male-dominant country. It's absolutely male-dominant country. Male thing, most of the male thing, they are superior than women. But in my workplace, they can, you know, forget this. From different classes, segment, they're coming from, from the support staff to the, you know, senior staff. But they can forget it. But the woman cannot forget it, that what they are forgetting. This is my, you know, one of the disappointing uh, situation in my workplace. But I expect that someday women mm-hmm. can understand that this is not proper to raise about anyone's attire or behavior based on gender. So I guess uh, I will experience that kind of situation very soon. And everybody has some responsibility to you know, create that kind of situation okay. where men and women can work properly with an equal opportunity and, and it's a very good environment. So my role is to, as a head of the organization to ensure that. And I am trying to ensure that in the very proper way. To come back to you, you also studied behavior change. You, you have been working in theater for such a long time. You've worked in advertising companies as well. So different organizations, different spheres of work culture. So did you see any kind of difference, for example, between theater and advertising company, television, or any other corporate company? Were there any difference in the leadership style and how women are treated in these different sections? Well, these are very, you know, correlated. Definitely what I might say that in advertising agency, the woman leadership is not that much exists in Bangladesh. I expect that more women will come up. But in the profession, there are a lot of women working. But in the leadership, women should consider themselves that they are also capable and they can take leadership like a man to undertake all the responsibilities of those profession what uh, I am associated with. So what I'm hearing is that the main problem in our culture is the mindset, the mindset that a girl learns from her own family. From the very beginning, girls are said to say that you need less food than your brother because he's a man. And I remember we had, I am still fond of Mina cartoon, which, which is an amazing creation and there was a specific and there was an episode where the grandmother of Mina is saying you need to give the full egg to Raju your brother and you can have the half egg because you don't need as much nutrition as your brother needs it is true the mindset has to be changed first of all otherwise even if you try to lead women towards progression there are many women leaders in our government sector which is wonderful but because of their mindset because of how they were raised the way they were treated the way they were taught they're still taking advantage of being women they are thinking okay i need to take go and take care of my family whereas if she has had the thought that you know what i want equality at workplace so if i want equality if i want to be treated 
just as men, then I have to consider becoming more professional at work as well. I cannot just take advantage of the things or victimize myself. Maybe that's the right word. But I think in many ways, men do that as well, not only women. And again, to get back to your point, it's all about the mindset, which we need to change. So talking about mindset, Marvai, being a managing director or a chairperson of your company, what has been the biggest change that you have made in your organization, in the workplace, especially to create a gender equality? From day one, when I'm taking interview, this is a very simple way. I, you know, convey that the information that we are having a gender policy where you are getting the opportunity to right. zero tolerance to violate that policy. The two things we maintain very strictly, that is one is gender policy and another is the transparency policy. If you have any financial corruption, uh, you don't have any any way you are not entitled to you know, continue your job and uh, similar to the gender policy. Mm-hmm. But I have to consider that it is Bangladesh. And after office or before office, this staff have to, you know, pass through different kind of thing. In the name of the freedom of choice, we are adopting the wrong thing. We are adopting Mm -hmm. the very wrong thing, which is making ourselves more inhuman. Our people become more inhuman. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the religion, most of the religions, either it is Christianism, Judaism, or Buddhism, or Islam, all the telling the be kind of the other people, but now it mm-hmm. become the be ferocious That's with right. the other people who are having different opinion. This is very, 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 very wrong way people are perceiving. But in my office, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to you know maintain mm-hmm. this. And every week, you know, last until last year, two thousand twenty one, I zero uh, but now okay. my office is now much bigger because of the more staffs mm-hmm. we recruited. But similarly, we are having this kind of complaint against. No complaint I received from a woman because women are not un- capable to understand that what they need to make complaint against gender discrimination, which is very dangerous. But somehow I have some mechanism to identify that what kind of different attitude related to the gender is happening, then I took care of those attitudes in a very strict way. This is very crucial and critical to take care of this thing properly. We're almost at the end of our conversation. I still have a couple more questions to ask you. First of all, you have experienced so much working in, in our cultural context in Bangladesh. So what are the three most important things you have learned throughout your journey so far? Well, this is very, you know, interesting that last couple of years, more, many kind of entrepreneur, women entrepreneur came up, specifically in the COVID period. The COVID period created that opportunity for the women to have the small business entrepreneur. And a few of them now uh, become the, you know, one of the leading businesswomen in the country, specifically in the fashion industry, local fashion industry, mostly women leaders are leading. But in the heavy industry and other industries, women need to come up. Otherwise, uh, they cannot, you know, 
take appropriate part of the business. If you believe you can, you can. So women need to believe, yes, I can. So they can. It is not like that men are supposed to give them opportunity to have the equal thing. They have to earn it. They have to trust they can do. So they have to, you know, compete with the men. Uh, if you consider that I cannot compete with a man, this is the wrong thing. You have every ability to compete with men. You have every chance to compete with men. You have every intellect to compete with men. But you have to trust intellect. You have to trust on your skill. You have to trust on your experience. And then you can, you know, have the equal part of them. Okay. Have the faith in themselves. All right. So last but not the least, my question is about your vision, because every leader has some vision. What is your vision for the next five years? Is there something new, something like a new endeavor that you're working on? Where do you want to see yourself? Well, now if I give you the ratio of the women and men, it is 30-70 in my office. I actually want to do it 60-40. Mm-hmm. The woman should be 60% and the men should be 40%. You may, account, you may say, why 60-40? Why not 50-50? Because till now, women are not having their own share in a proper way. So they need extra share to you know compete. And I think that women are having the similar capability like men in my trade, in my business, in my industry. So they can do better in my industry. And my vision for next five years, uh, another vision is to ensure better workplace for men and women in my office. It's a fun place. People can have their own fun, have their own satisfaction, work better for themselves because work mm-hmm. is not for earning money only. It is kind of, you know, lifestyle you are having. So I'd like to ensure the, you know, high-grade lifestyle for my own staff. Mm -hmm. And they could have a better life. And Mm -hmm. definitely I trust that if they go in a more better place after my office, and that is my pride if they work for the international organizations here and abroad, if they go for the PhD or further education, this is my pride. So I want my organization will act as a learning organization and the people who is working with us might have opportunity to work in a more better place, but they will remember this organization created opportunity for them to learn in a better way. That's why their profession is now in more attractive, more lucrative. That's wonderful. So you want you want to enable people they who work for you, and you want the female colleagues of yours in your organization, um, people who work for you, female workers. You want to create more opportunities um, in their lives, and um, you want them to succeed more. You want to see them have more progress, which is wonderful. And I know that you you are a father of a beautiful daughter as well. I'm pretty sure that you want her to achieve great success in life and have the equality that we are talking about. So Marubhai, it's such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for sharing uh, your experience, your stories, the challenges that you have been facing, the changes that you are trying to make. And I wish you all the very best for your continued success. I wish you 
all the luck so that you are able to create those positive changes that you are intending to. Thank you very much. Thank you, Maruf. As you could hear, I've known and respected him for quite some time. His vision to have 60% female staff from the current 30% is fantastic in five years from now. And I know, as he said, women can achieve the best results if they commit to the outcome. There are no limitations. Next week, well, I'm not going to give anything away. Except to say my guest is a woman and what she has achieved and is continuing to is truly inspiring. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And as I say every week, your help in spreading the word on inspiring leaders, especially women leaders, will be always appreciated. I believe this is a message that we should share with the world and I need your help. You can do this by referring this podcast to friends and anyone you think supports women leaders. And by giving the podcast a five-star rating would always give this a big boost. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my podcasts. If you go to my website, www.leadershipwithpanankur.com, you can subscribe to my weekly newsletter and will update you on the upcoming podcasts. And always remember, you are a leader.